Oh yeah, I got you now. (laughs) (laughs) He can run, but he's technically challenged. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trail Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Stoner. Today, I'm going to take a step away from the trails and take you down to the island of Maui to talk to my good friend, Kimo Burley, about his Backside Burley Relay Run. We share a lot of great stories and have a lot of great laughs, and I'm looking forward to sharing those stories with you. So let's get into it with my next guest, Kimo Burley. This episode of the Trail Life Podcast is brought to you by... Built with chocolate milk. Recover from every workout with chocolate milk. It's a sports drink, nature intended. Get more information at dairydiscoveryzone.com and by Fleet Feet San Diego. At Fleet Feet, you will find a welcoming environment where runners, walkers, and fitness enthusiasts of all abilities receive unparalleled service and support. They want to empower you to pursue your goals and enjoy a lifetime of running where they are committed to helping you find the perfect fitting running shoes, sports bras, socks, insoles, and gear to do what you love. For more information, go to FleetFeetSanDiego.com. Well, help me turn the turning. Well, help me get it right. I don't want to hurt nobody. Well, I don't want to fight. Well, offer me the peace of mind and let me. Aloha, man. Welcome to the Trail Life. Thanks for joining me today. Aloha, Stoner. Thanks for having me. I wanted to kind of deter from from our trail conversations for this episode because I feel that you infamously probably uh, host, quote unquote, host one of the uh, best underground relay events. (laughs) Definitely, definitely on Maui, but probably one of the best underground events that I've ever been a part of. So we call it the speakeasy run. The speakeasy. Oh, I like that. The speakeasy run. Yeah. Maybe you got maybe you got a new name for it. I don't know. So, so it's the backside Burley run along the backside of Maui. Yes, and yes. so uh, there's, there's a ton of listeners that have probably been to Maui, but there's probably a ton that have not been to Maui. And if they have, maybe they haven't been to the backside. Yeah. Go ahead and try and paint a little bit of picture of what some of the scenery is that that you guys that we run past you know i, I know that there's obviously you, you've got right. ocean views the entire way oh it's but. amazing it's amazing takes away from the thought of like working or you're working hard running because yeah you're so distracted with the views back there so if i remember uh, right so there like we passed by a, a little bit of a lava field yeah. too right yeah so um to kind of give you a visual in our uh listeners out there kind of paint a picture for them uh the start of the uh of my uh, backside burley run starts from ula palakula which is up country um again those that don't know maui haleakala is our main volcano on island so you're basically starting at halfway up the volcano (laughs) so the elevation for that is somewhere above i would say somewhere above 3500 somewhere like that maybe just under that which is amazing um, for for maui by the way i mean that's that's a solid, oh yeah. solid uh, it's a, start <laughs> it's an early morning drive up from the uh kihei uh town which is on the south side shore of uh the island of maui so it takes you about say 45 minutes or so to drive up to the top uh to where we start from and ulipaku is a nice uh it's a big ranch actually and it has a winery up there at top 
which is really nice. If you guys, any viewers out there, listeners that like wine, it's worth taking a stop and do a tour and a little tasting. But it's gorgeous up there. Weather's comfortable. Probably in the 60s that we're starting because we start at 6, 6.30 in the morning. And then you just, uh, it's the ocean view pretty much the rest of the way. <laughs> and we're dropping from that elevation down to sea level. Then we climb back up again. Uh, it feels like you go through several ecosystems. So, so at some points, it feels like you're running through Wyoming, kind of just dry, uh, almost desolate, almost deserty. Uh, and then you get into this lush green uh, where more vegetation, more plant life is happening. Uh, and then, yeah, you mentioned earlier, definitely lava fields. Um, that's as we get closer through uh, Calpo area. So that's really cool to think about, too, as you're running. You almost visualize what it looked like back when the volcano was erupting because these lava fields are just miles and miles of lava. Yeah. I, re I remember that. So. I think that was one of the, I mean, away, aside from the ocean views, obviously, I think passing by the, the lava field was probably one of the cooler, you know, locations visually for me, but I also remember it being one of the hottest locations. Um, <laughs> that is Lake because, six. Because there's, because there's no, <laughs> there's no sun, uh, there's no uh, shade over there. So you're, you're pretty much just out in the oh, middle yeah. and just getting beat down on. So this is not, uh, yeah, this burly run is not for the, the week. You got to get ready to, to uh, put that sunscreen on. There's no shade pretty much after the first leg. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> um, but so, it's worth it. It's worth it. So when did, because uh, uh, you've been on Maui now for, what, 15 15 uh, years, 16 years, yeah, 16 so years. I know that I know the Burley Run's not been going on that long. So, when did you start no. the Burley Runs? Uh, I would say, well, it's always been for my on my birthday. So, what happens is there is a relay here called the Hana Relay that some of you may have heard of as well, and that's been going on for I think maybe more than 30 years. Yeah, uh, which, maybe which, longer than that. That's, that's on the an, regular road to Hana, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. That's on that's on the front side of Hana, I guess, is what we consider that, going from the North Shore side and wrapping yourself around. So that's also a beautiful drive. Lots of hills, waterfalls, it's windy. That one, you are you are in the shade and you don't get the wind factor, really. So that being said, the Hana Relay uh, is such a popular run, it finally just started getting overfilled. And you couldn't get signed up. There's teams of six that do that run, that particular one. And they take, you know, when I started doing it, they were taking over 200 teams. Then it got into uh, around 230 teams. And then it just started getting too busy. So the county cut it down to 100 teams. And then you just couldn't get signed up. So it's always during my birthday weekend. So I said, hey, guys, well, since we can't run the front side, let's run the back side. So <laughs> I drove it with a friend of mine a couple of weeks prior to the run and mapped out nine legs, starting from the ranch, Ulapalakua, out to the national park, Haleakala National Park, which is in Kipahulu. So that's a total of 27.3 miles, give or take. And yeah, have it broken down to nine legs, shortest leg. Probably the run is somewhere around two and a half miles would be the shortest leg. Longest leg is, leg is closer to, say, five, five and a half miles. So how do people choose which which legs that they're running? Is it, It's kind of a, a like a free-for-all, right? Yeah, yeah. You could, it's not a, I don't set it up as a team format, pretty much an individual fun run. You know, we're running as a group, so we stay together. 
So I do have printouts and descriptions and, and distances of each mile or each leg, excuse me. So prior to the run, you know, I have those passed out to people that, that want to go. So they already have an idea of some legs that they would prefer running. Of course, most of them want to pick the shorter legs, uh, maybe not so hilly. <laughs> <laughs> so but, I'll, I'll, let, me, uh, let me interject into that, though. And I'll, I'm going to say that uh, the year that I did it, <laughs> the descriptions you had it was all over the place okay so, i was a little uh, off so, little uh, off. so, uh, so a five mile uh leg ended up being like a seven or eight mile <laughs> right well, maybe, and, i'm thinking the odometer in my jeep wasn't working when i mapped that out <laughs> so I, I was corrected on a few of those legs yes uh, we have since then revamped the the, the uh, leg descriptions, so I do believe now we are more accurate right? <laughs> with the distances. That's good to know. So, um, pretty much like a caravan setup, right? So you've got runners that'll that that are on the course, and then you've yeah. got anybody who's not running, yeah. right? It's it's pretty much a caravan down the back. Correct, side. because uh, yeah, we just like a, a relay would be if you were a team, you got to have a vehicle to transport all your runners. And then we wait at the handoff spot, just like a relay and wait for our runner to come in and the next runner goes. So here, you know, one leg, we may have just uh, five or six people running, but then another leg, uh, maybe more popular leg, we'll see, you know, a dozen or more running that one. Uh, but we all, like I was saying, stay together and we're not strung out. So a safety precaution, uh, is a big concern of mine. So uh, we like to, to have all the cars wait at the following leg and we cheer on the runners, take our photo, everyone have these happy times and then the next runners start going again and then we hang out a little bit then we drive by them, cheer them on and then wait for them on the, the next handoff and so on and so forth. So we stay so, together like that. So one of the other things too that you add in at the uh, checkpoint is a little bit of a fitness aspect, of it, right? <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. That is not a favorite of a lot of the runners for that. No, definitely not. Especially when you, especially when you're gotten, you're you're on that leg six and seven, and you and you have to do twenty burpees or whatever it is once you get done. Yeah. So there is a little thing I add in there. Uh, yes, I I print up stickers for these runs. Uh, which is a fun thing to hand out anyways. I've done t-shirts, but with the stickers on the back, since it's my birthday, I take those numbers. I was born September 15th, 1971. So I'll take the 915, that's 71. And whatever age I may be turning that year. Uh, so say this past year would have been, I don't want to say, we'll just say close to that <laughs> mid 40 to almost 50 range. <laughs> so you might get, say 49 burpees <laughs> you might get nine squats you might get you know so you never know but i write it on the back of the sticker i hand it to you as you come in off your run as long as uh, along with a uh fred's and moose bucks so you can uh one of my sponsors one of the local restaurants here gets involved with me and lets me hand out some swag so you can earn some money too so how many so uh again you started the the run Six years ago, Irish? I want to say that now I'm kind of starting to lose track here, but this last September, I believe, was run number seven. Okay. So yeah. every year, I mean, how many how many runners do you average to come out? And uh, do you it? know, we were just talking about that. And I'm really stoked how this has progressed because, you know, when I first put this on, I was like, 
who's crazy enough to do this with me anyways. And I am, you know, a personal trainer here on Island. So of course you, you got to get your clients involved. So they had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> so I at least started with about, you know, 15 to, uh, I believe the first run was actually 22 people. Uh, so that was good. And it was a success. And then as it's grown, uh, the second year, I believe we dropped it down maybe 15 or so around that year. And then third grew a little bit up to about 25. And now this last pass, uh, run we had, we had 45. Oh, wow. Um, so it's starting to get a little, you know, more interest and more popular and friends mm-hmm. are starting to talk about it to friends and biting people. And I throw a big barbecue and party at the end of all these runs anyway. So, you know, you, you want some <laughs> black man chicken, you come in, you got to run first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I'm talking about, Stone. I, I do. I do. <laughs> Which I'll, 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 get in a, I'll get in a couple of weeks when I'm down there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. And so, a lot of fun things have happened along those years too on the runs. You know, we're not just running i've had people get engaged on my run uh which was a total surprise i think that was the third year that that had happened that was cool to to witness that with really good friends of mine another year we rescued a dog we had a dog that was astray and just wandering out there lost and that's not a good place for any animal to be lost and roaming around it's way hot no water Mm -hmm. so uh, it followed us for a while we scooped it up and Brought it with us all the way to Hana and gave it a good flea bath and pulled the ticks off and uh, found a good uh, home for it. And today uh, that dog is looking awesome. Uh, That's been two years, I believe, since we, his name is Burley. We named him after the run. (laughs) That was good to see as well. See, you're Uh, uh, you're a humanitarian as well. See, Kimo? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good things happen on this run. Good things happen on this run. Except for this past run, <laughs> we can get into. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> now, now you're opening the can of worms. So let's hear. It. <laughs> well, you know, since we're in these COVID days, uh, a lot of restrictions are going on. So this year, with uh, Hana was pretty much on a shutdown in September. So out of respect to the locals here on island, I didn't want to invite fifty of my closest friends to go run out there and cause any risk of spreading of viruses or anything like that. So we kept it close to home and ran uh, the South side this past, this last September 26. Uh, And we did a 18.4 mile run. And it was actually a run from uh, Kihei. And we ran out past Wailea, out past McKenna, out to La Perouse, which is a uh, nice spot for any tourists that are here visiting on the South side. You got to go check out La Perouse. Uh, it's like a marine sanctuary out there. So we did a loop out from Camille Beach Park 3 out to La Perouse and back. So 9.2 out, 9.2 back. So we had, I believe, 10 legs for that one. Okay. Um, but that's, it. But that's a great barbecue. Mod- yeah, that's a great modified version, by the way. I mean, oh, yeah. I've, Everyone I've loved on that. that one. That yeah. was the one we had 45 people on. So the barbecue, though, <laughs> uh, apparently you can't have a pop-up tent or a grill or a, maybe a dog off a leash <laughs> or maybe just too many people hanging around with no mask. So I did get a cita- uh, cited for, for all that this year. Uh, uh, thank you to COVID. But it was okay. Uh, I did offer to feed the officers, but they declined the black man chicken. So that's their loss. So the fine wasn't too bad. Uh, we had our Zoom court, but everything is fine. And we'll uh, hopefully after uh, this next September, everything, we can get back to the way life should be and ought to be. 
hopefully you can run the run back to Hana again. So one of always my, an adventure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one of my uh, so the year I was there, which was now like three years ago, which is amazing that it's been that that long ago at this point. But uh, I can't remember what leg it was. Uh, we were over by some of the some of the farms, I guess, and there was a was there a bull? There was a bull in the road. <laughs> remember that? Yes, so yes, yes, yes. As we get to it, we're we finish out a leg and we're all hanging out. There's a, there's a bull in, in the middle of the road. Everybody's trying to figure out how to get past this thing and run it. Cause, cause the runners obviously go, go first. And then the, all the cars follow uh, behind and we're supposed to get started and, and nobody wants to go by this bull. And we're yeah. all just trying to figure out like what, what we're going to do and how, how this is going to happen. And I remember a, uh, a rental car came up. Yeah, we had some tourists driving by. Pretty much tourists stopped a little bit. We kind of convinced them to let us run behind their car and, and use their car as a, as a blockade <laughs> as, as all of us ran by this bull. But that was an interesting interesting thing to oh yes yeah we got goats back there we got cows bulls yeah they're kind of running around yeah that was pretty funny we were, <laughs> last thing i need is someone getting trampled by a bull on a run well it's, it's yeah it's one of those things you you don't really expect to see when you're on a regular on a regular race so no, I mean, we've, no. we've run into uh you know, we, we do our races in Colorado and I've, I'm always up at the Snow Mountain Ranch event. And uh, there's always moose that we see up in, you know, the Granby Winter Park area. And you're, you're familiar with that area too. And so that's always one thing that we have to tell our runners is, hey, if you see a moose and you're going to see one, just, <laughs> just don't get too close. And, and so about, I think, I, I honestly think it was probably the same year uh, that that I was out there doing doing the Burley Run that we saw the bull the same year when we were doing the snow mountain ranch event, there was a moose that came running down the trail Oh shit. and it was going. Uh, so it was, I don't know, I think mile uh, 11, 12 uh, out of a half marathon. And the moose was running parallel to the trail with the first and second place runners as they see it. They are, as they told, tell the story is they were running and all they kept on doing is they kept getting further and further out off the trail because the moose, the moose kept kind of veering towards it. <laughs> oh, and, no. and so eventually the moose kind of veered off and back into the woods and stuff, but they, they got really lucky on that perspective that there was no, <laughs> you know, kids around, right. The new moose kids, because that can be a little bit dangerous too. So that, yeah, that's when they that start was, getting protected. Exactly. So that, when that happened that year, uh, along the same time as we saw the bull, I was like, man, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> so <laughs> mother nature just letting us yeah, know mother nature, here man. too. Mother nature. Like so, so one of the things that, uh, is always interesting to me, if you've done the road to Hana or, you know, whether it's the front side or backside, one of the things that you always have to be careful with is the it's pretty much when you get into certain areas, it's a one lane road. And yes, so, yes. so for those who have not been to, to Maui or to you know, Hawaii in, in general, uh, and some of these more native areas, you know, where it's just pretty much locals, you get these really hairpin blind turns <laughs> that you, you literally, yeah, yeah. You, you step two, <laughs> two feet off the road and you're off a cliff and into the water. If you, if you go another t- three or four feet towards the inside of the road, you're running the risk of a car coming around the corner and hitting you. So it, from that perspective, and I'm, I'm happy to know that nobody's ever had any issues 
you know, yeah, we've all out uh, there and stuff. That's always yeah. that was one of the scariest things for I think the scariest thing for me, aside from the bull in nature, is the <laughs> fact that you're going around these blind turns and you're like, uh, okay, what's coming up? And you're, and you're kind of creeping a little bit at a time around that corner. But yeah, so that's always one thing. And if you're if, even if you're driving on that road, you've got to always be paying attention to that. But that's that's always been one of the inter- most interesting things that I've always experienced out there is like just how close those roads can get and how narrow they can get. I mean, they can, yeah. One laners. Um, so it's always been, you know, when we start my run, I always give a little orientation at the starting line and, you know, definitely cover a lot of the caution bases on, uh, you know, making people, making sure people are safe. We do run on the inside shoulder. So we are running against traffic. I printed up some caution runner signs that we zip tie to our cars so we do have uh, warnings for oncoming traffic to let them know that we do have runners, yeah. you know, behind us or in front of us. Uh, so I believe that actually has helped. What we even you, did a whole. Like, what do you think is worse? Thing. Yeah. What do you think is worse, the locals or the tourists that are driving on those roads, and you guys are out there? The locals, because <laughs> they're too <laughs> comfortable on that road. They know that, like the back of your hand, like you know, like driving up any road around our neighborhood. You know, we know when the next turn's coming and. You know, how fast we're going to take it or slow we're going to take it. And so, yeah, that does, you know, always raise a concern because they, they're not expecting, uh, you know, a handful of people running out there at six, seven, eight in the morning either. Yeah. So uh, with the tourists out there, that's early actually to have a lot of tourist traffic on that backside because that's generally the return route for people doing a day to Hana. Yeah. Generally, the most most of the tourists will take the front side first, starting from the North Shore and coming around the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't get a lot of that traffic. And this run, you know, 23 or what did I say, 27.3 ish miles. Uh, we leave at 630 and we're off off the road by usually 12. I think 1130 was yeah. the soonest we ever got done on this run. So it's not an all day affair. Uh, by any means. No, but you know what? I, I will say, though, that when you get to, you know, it's it's nice because the, the temperature is nice and cool when you get started, right? Like, like as we said, and by the oh, time, yeah. seven, eight, it's nine, a, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you're, you want to talk about. It's a about, run for strippers. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna, <laughs> so you any wanna, strippers out there that want to run this, hey, go, there you go start with a bunch of clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you want to talk about having to ha- have some heat training though that's the thing is again you get to legs seven eight and nine oh, yeah. you're you're just sweating you're throwing clothes off you're oh, yeah. like it's oh yeah and there part are. of and part of that is this the the checkpoints change at that point too right it becomes a little bit more everybody's more reserved in the morning cheering people on sure right? sure and then by <laughs> about you know 10 11 o'clock in the morning people are hanging out those legs waiting and they're there it becomes a little bit more of a social scene than it does <laughs> yeah and, yeah and for people that are trying to get people to do eight leg leg eight and leg nine yeah. it's, you, some people already got <laughs> three or four beers in them and i'm already <laughs> well you know i have had uh, let me count here one two three i believe three or four people that have actually ran start to finish this whole the whole run oh really which is an amazing feat i mean uh, i mean you're that's again that's over a marathon that you're doing Mm -hmm. um and that's not the easiest marathon course 
out there. <laughs> no, that's I a, mean, that's pretty gnarly, uh, you know, hills. And, you know, like you said, with the, the heat and the sun beating down on you, the wind, there's a big wind factor too, as you come around that east side when we yeah. pass Calpo, uh, that could get all, and that's headwind. That's not tailwind. That could get yeah. pretty gnarly as well. So, but we've had, yeah, a couple of good accomplishments with the people being able to run the whole thing. And so that's, you know, hats off to them. <laughs> I never have the most, <laughs> I think the most I've done is four legs. So that's because you start cracking beers about about leg four. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, eight, eight, eight o'clock in the morning, you've already cracked your first beer and you're ready to go. <laughs> well, it is my run. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, for for anybody who who wants to go out and, and try an underground relay race, I, I will say that again, chemo puts on probably one of the best you know, underground races there is out there. And, well, and thanks, it, it is, it is kind of, it's, it's really cool though, because that's, it shows you kind of the way the Island is like it's underground for you, but the, the police, you know, officers kind of know about it and they don't really give you a lot of headaches, no, you know, no, for the I most part. Of, and I have a few friends in the department that I've checked with them already. So yeah, we're so, okay. <laughs> it, it, it kind of just shows you the people that are cool with it. I mean, you also don't, you know, create a big ruckus when you're, when you're out doing this, no. you're not setting up, you know, all these big, you know, staging areas along the way and stuff. No, you no, keep it no. We just flow, flow with the traffic and let everyone know this is a free event. This is nothing. This is, you just show up and do your yeah. best. That's all yeah. I ask. Yeah. I will feed you. Just do your best. <laughs> Uh, and we do, also do an overnighter. We well, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, you know, uh, yeah. I don't know if you we still don't do just that. go home when we when we get there. Well, so. That would be a horrible turnaround, though. By the way, <laughs> you get done running these yeah. miles and, and like to turn yeah. around and drive, you know, another. No, we jump four, in the ocean. Yeah. We go to Hana Bay, jump in the ocean, or so. You are know, you guys still doing the, still doing the Airbnb and having people camp out? Uh, outside? yes, this uh, other than this, With, of course, this last this one because year, of this COVID. But yeah, we've had the first three, I believe the first two years, we camped at Kipahulu at the Seven Pools, which please, anyone's coming to visit, that is a beautiful spot. So you would definitely want to take a visit there. But great campsite. So we did that for the first two years. And then after that, I was like, you know what? make our lives a little easier for the afterwards party people like showers you know <laughs> uh restrooms you know especially for the women so uh it's nice that i have a, f a friend who has a vacation property in hana so we used that for a couple of years and then i found this the two years ago found another home with the uh, infinity pool and two cottages and 20 acres of camping so uh, it just gets better and better uh, every year. That I mean, shit, you, you almost, you, I think you just sold me on the, on the run again and just having a oh. house with oh, an yeah. infinity pool. Luxury, some... <laughs> luxury, luxury, I mean, beautiful view. It's, yeah. So we're getting better, man. This is not a chump run. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's like I said, if anybody is visiting Maui um, at the last, last weekend of September, if I'm not mistaken, um, last week of September, I want to go out and do a really great run. You know, you can always bank on on chemo's backside burly run. Uh, <laughs> Anybody is always welcome thrills, to uh, find me on Facebook under chemo burly uh, if they want to shoot me messages that they are traveling out to Maui. And even if it's not during runs, but just want to talk to a local that kind of knows the ins and outs and just wants some ideas and suggestions or just meet for a beer. Let me know. You heard me on podcast with Stoner and let's hook up. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, Kimo, I, I, I appreciate you jumping on and, and talking Burley Run with me, man. And it's I'm 
I can't wait to be down there here in a couple of weeks. And, and yes, yeah, I look forward to seeing you and the, and the wifey and all your friends. So. Yeah. And I am definitely going to be back down for the burly run here soon, whether it's next year, or, you know, year after, but I'm definitely making it a point to come back down and, and do that. So, well, you're doing leg six. Oh God. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I made that mistake last time. I'm not doing this one. So, um, all right, man. Well, thanks again. I appreciate it. I love well, thank you. you for, and, thank uh, you for having me. And uh, thank you all the v- uh, listeners out there. Let me know. Hit me up when you come out to Maui. And love to have you on my run and uh, show you a good time here. All right. Aloha. that'll do it for this episode of the trail life podcast i appreciate you guys letting me take you down to the island of maui and talk to my good buddy chemo burley about his backside burley run and i do want to truly say that this is probably one of the funnest events that i've had an opportunity to be a part of it is an underground event it is a free event so if you have a chance to be down in maui during the last weekend of september i really encourage you to check it out reach out to chemo and go participate you know as a tourist going down there you're, you're going to get such a local's view of the island on that run that it makes the it makes the, the trip and the run worth it. Uh, the people that are always involved are, are great to be around. The scenery is second to none. And Kimo's food at the end of the at the end of the run is def- definitely worth checking out. So um, anyway, everybody, mahalo. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys out on the trails real soon. This episode of the Trail Life Podcast is brought to you by... Built with chocolate milk. Recover from every workout with chocolate milk. It's a sports drink, nature intended. Get more information at dairydiscoveryzone.com and by Fleet Feet San Diego. At Fleet Feet, you will find a welcoming environment where runners, walkers, and fitness enthusiasts of all abilities receive unparalleled service and support. They want to empower you to pursue your goals and enjoy a lifetime of running where they are committed to helping you find the perfect fitting running shoes, sports bras, socks, insoles, and gear to do what you love. For more information, go to FleetFeetSanDiego.com. Music for this podcast is provided by the Poor Dirty Astronauts with lyrics written by Matt Meyer. Matt Meyer.